Hey haters, welcome back. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your vacation. Um, so nothing of substance happened except for Taste of West Jackson. I went to that yesterday. It was hot. <laughs> I didn't get to try all the food. I had barbecue. I had some ribs. It was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed Trap Gospel. So that was my first Trap Gospel experience. <laughs> uh, fascinating. So, yeah, shout out to Common Ground for another successful event. Um, did you like it? Melvin was there. It was just high as all, yeah. Um, let's see if we can lobby and push it to October. Um, don't be upset with me. But anyway, so uh, before we get started, I'll let you introduce yourself. I have a question first for you. Okay. I want to know if you want some ice with your hater eight. <laughs> <laughs> Not if it's coming out of New Orleans. So just like a side note, so we're on um, Facebook. I think I think it was the post I put from New Orleans on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I was basically trolling because I knew people would say crazy stuff. I don't know what our exchange was, but I do know my aunt hopped in. Yeah, I think I commented. I was like the ghetto capital of the world. And then like several posts later, she jumped in and was like, ask that young man, do you want some ice for the haterade? <laughs> I was like, I was like, actually, I would take some, except it can't come from New Orleans. So my aunt is always waiting, and she wants to smoke. That was hey, two peas in the pod. I can tell you, it was such a there. dated reference too. I'm gonna have to yeah, uh, send her some messages. I was like, hey, right. Yeah. All right. About 15 years too late, but thank yeah. you, Auntie. Yeah. Uh, so I go ahead and introduce yourself. Give us your name, where you're from. Not that it's all that important, and all that other stuff. <laughs> um, all right. I guess I'm not that relevant. But my name <laughs> is Daryl Robinson. I am a native of Jackson, Mississippi, West Jackson, Mississippi, sub two to be specific. Mm. Uh, so I have been here pretty much all my life, uh, except for the last 365 days where I spent a little time in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. So before you guys at me, like, oh my God, he's not a transplant. I'm doing something a little different. I told y'all, like, probably the last several episodes that. Every week, it seems like people are relocating, literally. So I just want to kind of talk about people who do relocate. And either they come back to Jackson or they never come back to Jackson. I have a friend. I'm not going to say her name. But <laughs> she uh, she really like relocated to Denver. I don't think she's coming back. <laughs> so A lot of people don't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, where – why did you, like, temporarily – what was the deal? So I was uh, actually working um, a position here as a director of communication okay. um, last year. All right. And I decided to leave and go into business for myself full time. I've been Ooh. doing it as a side hustle for several years. Mm -hmm. um, and then a guy I knew who owns a company in Detroit actually invited me to a conference. His company was being featured at in Detroit. Okay. Um, and so I went there. And saw, you know, all the good gentrification, mm -hmm. you know, everything that was going on. And he was like, man, you know, I could really use your help. Um, you know, why don't you relocate here, help me out, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, well, hey, you know, I ain't got no job no more, so I'll try it out. Yeah. And um, I did that for three months. Yeah. Uh, did not go like I expected. Okay. However, uh, Detroit 
uh, was a great market for the services I provide. Okay. And um, I was able to get into the market and sustain myself from October up until time I decided to come back. So I just saw it as a, you know, hot bit of opportunity. I wanted to try something different. And, um, you know, I was a fresh entrepreneur, so mm -hmm. I was just trying to make it happen. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, because mm -hmm. people draw a lot of um, similarities between Detroit and Jackson a lot. I don't think they're similar, besides being possibly majority black. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. I don't yeah. know much about Detroit. And I know they face, like, a lot of, you know, because of industries ending or closing or relocating mm -hmm. and a lot of blight and stuff like that. I know they have, that's the similarity, some of it, but mm. I really largely feel like it's very different cities. And I don't know, is there? So it is majority black. I think mm -hmm. um, last I heard, I think it was like 89% black. Don't quote me on that, oh, wow, but yeah. um, you can check it. Um, one similarity I can honestly say is that there are a lot of people in Detroit that are from Mississippi. Oh, or their parents are from Mississippi. Yeah. So I can see that. You know, relationally, culturally, mm -hmm. there there are a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot of difference, though. Yeah. Um, and from a entrepreneurship standpoint, you know, economic development standpoint, um, the business community and the government come together really well. You know, yeah. this is Detroit, like six years after bankruptcy, and if you see it now, mm -hmm. and you be like, "Y'all did this in six years." Yeah, I feel like that's absolutely most ridiculous places working yeah. together well so for here but anyway <laughs> yeah i mean there there are other similarities like you know detroit is gritty i feel like jackson is gritty in its uh -huh. own sense um i wouldn't call jackson a baby detroit yeah because detroit from what i know is such a large city yeah it was so huge. like population wise and even the level of dilapidation i will imagine is mm -hmm. like 10 times worse yeah, than yeah, jackson. yeah yeah um like downtown detroit midtown detroit area they call corktown those areas on the come up, you're saying, you know, new apartment complexes, hotels, you know, buildings being renovated, entrepreneurs moving in. But anything outside of that, I mean, it's still, you know, worn down, dilapidated. Yeah. Um, and they're, I mean, they're pretty much giving the properties away, though. Yeah, I hear. So let me ask you, just as a side note. Yeah. <laughs> when they give these properties away, do you still have to pay like the back taxes on it? Do you know? This is a conversation we should not be having right now. But I'm just so asking. I'm not necessarily sure on okay. that. The only yeah, that. we might need to check into <laughs> that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I do know they had one initiative where um, they're trying to recruit teachers to in Detroit. And oh was yeah, like yeah. Campaign, so they're probably like giving them free housing and stuff, or like half off the housing, yeah, and then like they smart. pulled in like Quicken loans and giving people like 25 percent off mortgages and stuff yeah. like that. So I don't really know how the tax system works, but I do okay. know they offer some significant discounts. Okay. So. Do you think some of the things, so you said the government and like, I guess like public-private partnerships, they're like working together and they've turned things around fairly quickly. Do you see some of those things, us being able like to adopt out here? Um, I don't know. Because yeah. in Detroit, you can easily recognize who has power mm -hmm. and ability to do things. And I don't necessarily see that in Jackson. For instance, Dan Gilbert, you know, who owns Quicken Loans, mm -hmm. Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, when Detroit was going down, he bought up like 100 properties in downtown mm -hmm. Detroit. And so he's single-handedly been able to spur economic oh, development and partnership where's with the, the government. Where's the money in Jackson? Yeah, where's the money? Yeah. I know it's here somewhere. Oh, there's some money here. But people aren't <laughs> spending it like, yeah. you know, and then you have corporations like J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, they have an Entrepreneurs of Color Fund in Detroit, mm -hmm. like millions of dollars. Yeah. And they're just giving it away to yeah. black entrepreneurs who can't get traditional loans. And yeah. so, you know, if we can implement stuff like that, then, yeah, I think we can come back. But... You know, yeah. we need some innovation. Right. 
Yeah. Get some innovation. Okay. So. We'll get off Jackson for a little bit. But I'm here to help with that. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) We'll take a break right here. Jackson, Mississippi's only alternative culture shop, Offbeat, is your one-stop shop for comics, records, and designer toys. Located in the heart of Midtown and Black-owned and geek-operated, this store is home to the best alternative artists. Visit Offbeat today at offbeatjackson.com for more info. So you relocated knowing that you would come back. So I don't know your life like Mm. that, but from the surface, I would assume like you're young and you really don't have many responsibilities. You can take that time to live wherever you want in the world. Mm -hmm. Some people like to bring the knowledge back eventually, or, you know, when you retire, you want to be close to your family. So why after a year that I come back, that you would come back, you could go, you you could have gone anywhere. So, um, when I got to Detroit, I realized very quickly I wasn't going to be there long yeah. um, for several reasons. Okay. It, I'm a Southern guy. I like the South. Uh-huh. Um, but you got Motown out there. I mean, you, you got to. That's that's cool. But, you know, it gets old after a while. Yeah. You know, I did it all in a year. Did the food suck? Uh, no, food's actually pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Um, but it's also cold. You know, they had like the True. vortex this winter. Got down to like negative 30 degrees. I said, okay. oh, no. Nah. Like, so do they still function? Like, oh, everything yeah. Everything is business as Absolutely. usual? Or like, okay. You know how we shut down Jackson for like an yeah. inch of snow? They yeah. rolling. I will say I was at a conference in D.C. And there was a snowstorm there. And I was surprised they shut down. So, but I was like, this is my type of. I think Detroit may have shut down one time. Okay. But people are like. Unless it's just terrible, people still going. They yeah. know how to drive in. It, oh, I mean, man. it's crazy. I stayed off the roads because I can't. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. That's that's yeah, a no for me as well. That's a no. I remember, like, all the trains and, I guess, like, the public transportation mm-hmm. and, like, all the taxis stop. And I was like, well, is the conference going to be canceled? And they're like, no. So I'm like, how are we supposed to get there? And they're like, walk. And I happen to be with people from New York. And, of course, they're like, this is, like, a few inches of snow. This mm-hmm. is nothing. And I'm like... I think I came back with like a respi- upper respiratory infection, oh, yeah. something like my system just does not do well. Okay, so it's cold. You say you hate the food. No, I don't hate the food. <laughs> I don't hate the food. I just knew it wasn't a place yeah. for me. I knew it wasn't somewhere that I wanted to settle down. It yeah. was it was a good place to learn. Uh-huh. Um I was intrigued by how it had come back. Uh-huh. Um and it was definitely knowledge that I knew I wanted to bring back to Jackson eventually. Yeah. Uh was I planning on coming straight back to Jackson? No. Okay. Um I wasn't. I was actually looking at a couple of different places, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Charlotte, mm-hmm. Nashville. Yeah. So how did I end up back in Jackson? Yeah. Um, I actually uh, came down to just visit family. Yeah. And I was only supposed to be here for like a week. Uh-huh. And it ended up turning into a two-week trip. And then mm-hmm. I just started paying attention to what was going on, elections, you know, yeah. different things like that. And I was, you know, I just felt like it was time to be back. Yeah. Um, Jackson is one of those places where, you know, it needs people that really care for it. Yeah. Um, because it's. You know, I grew up here, but I can honestly say I can see why it can be hard to fall in love with Jackson. Yeah. And uh, even when I talk to people who move to Jackson. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how do you fall in love with this city? How do you like this city? Like what, you know, about this city really intrigues you to it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think you just have to find what that thing is for you. For me, um, you know, I grew up here. These are my people. Mm -hmm. And I just want to leave it better than you know i had it yeah and i just i just didn't feel right being away okay now i have a question about Mm -hmm. that too because i've been here for a very long time and sometimes when i hear conversations about it it getting worse or it's getting better 
I mean, I, I ride the line with that because when I first got here, like Metro was occupied. Mm-hmm. There were stores there. There it went from what was there? Was it McGray's? Mm-hmm. And then it went to Belk. So yeah. like that was still there. Yeah. Like Victoria's Secret, Walden Books, like all those places. You've been here for, a little while then. I've been here for a little while. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, people are like, oh things are getting better. I'm like, well that like that mall was like fully functional like when I first got to Jackson. Yeah. Um I think like as far as infrastructure I'm not an engineer, but I do feel like maintenance probably was better back then. But I think it was probably before like everything like went to hell too, yeah. you know. So I don't know. Sometimes I ride the fence on feeling that things are better or worse because I'm like, you know, I guess it depends on what exactly you're looking at. It's a, it's a definitely a, you know, is the glass empty or is it half full type situation. Um, you know, I grew up in West Jackson. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'm from the sub too. I remember Where's sub too. So it's actually between Highway 80 okay. and the opposite end of Lynch Street. So like Jackson State is okay. on one end of Lynch Street. It's on the opposite end, closer towards Highway 18. So okay. we're actually kind of just packed between Highway 18, and Highway 80. Okay. So um, our landmark in sub two is the West Side Community Center. So most people know what that is. Okay. So let me ask you, like, so that's a neighborhood. That's a neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, it's actually a sub one and a sub two. Okay. Yeah. Because you know. I'm accustomed to wards. Yeah. And I think my knowledge is mostly West, South, and North Jackson. Where mm-hmm. is East Jackson? <laughs> yeah. Where but they don't now. call us East Jackson. No, they don't. This is just East Over. Who calls this East Jackson? I've never heard it. I've never heard it called East Jackson, but I've I do reference it. Yeah, I do reference it as East Jackson. By the way, we're at Cultivation Hall. Yeah. Um, I really love recording here, and I asked. Melvin, don't come at me. Recording here. <laughs> he talks about my accent. And I was like, hey, can I come back? And they're like, sure. So, yeah, shout out to them. But anyway, um, yeah. So, I'm like, what happened to the East part? You know? But, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's honestly, I, sometimes I feel like all of Jackson is West Jackson. That's what I've heard. I've heard that it extends, uh, like, like, somebody, I don't know, it was a thread I was on. And somebody even said Bell Haven could probably be considered... Yeah. As West Jackson, yeah. and I was like, "Ooh, that's interesting." Mm-hmm. And South Jackson is super big too. It is. It's like, who who cut y'all? Like, so, I'm, so <laughs> who's responsible for like? The funny thing <laughs> is, like, the street Wiggins Road is like literally the cutoff between like West Jackson and um, South Jackson. I live by like I grew up on the corner of Wiggins and Lynn Street, mm-hmm. and so they actually sent us to school in South Jackson when, in all actuality, we should have been like zoned for Provine or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's a weird. I mean, it's always been weird, but you yeah. just you know you just grow up and like okay, this is West Jackson, this is yeah. South Jackson, but it is really all the same in my opinion. Okay. You know? Um. Okay. So. You came home. Is this one of those times I was trolling you? Um, I feel like every time you're in Jackson, I'm like, oh. Like, who's back? What you doing here? Yeah. You, <laughs> but see, I was never one of those people who, like, was like, hey, I'm out of Jackson. I'm gone. If Jackson. No, yeah, I was, I was never. Yeah, those people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't leave Jackson because I hated it or because yeah. I didn't feel like I could thrive Just here. wanted to try something. I had an opportunity yeah. and I took it, you know, and I was never close to coming back, which is why I'm not, you know. You know, some people leave a city and then they quiet when they come back. I ain't quiet when I come back. Like, hey, I'm back. I'm back. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't leave because I feel anything. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. be back. I just so. felt like one day on social media, I just saw you posting. And I was like, oh, okay. He's in Detroit. And then I saw more posts. I was like, oh, he's like living there. Yeah. I was 
really shocked. I was quiet when I lived. Yeah. I was quiet when you I lived. You were very quiet. I, I just, I don't know. You know, like I said, I had took an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't just like leave in Jackson, you know, because I hated it. I still had clients down yeah. here and everything. So it wasn't necessary. And I was still a resident. Like I never changed yeah. my residence. So, you know, it's just one of those things for me. Yeah. 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 So what exactly do you do? So I own a, um, you know, branding and digital uh, marketing strategy company. Okay. So primarily I work with uh, nonprofit organizations, faith-based institutions, small businesses to help with brand strategy, web design, you know, any type of creative uh, identity and control, things of that nature. So the whole nine. um, Work with a few politicians, too. Okay. Um, I won't plug their names, though. (laughs) Please don't, because I may hate them. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, Okay. With what you do, how do you feel about entrepreneurship here in Jackson? Now, I feel like small businesses and entrepreneurs really kind of carry the economy here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they often get the attention they need, which is kind of why I started like my side project. Mm-hmm. I worked in economic development, but then I became like a business owner. And I was like, okay, so this is pretty hard. So, yeah. <laughs> so I started sharing, and that's how we met through that platform, which y'all are probably like, what are you talking about? I'll put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> so, um, you know, I found it very hard. Although we have tons of agencies here, like people a lot of the times need like financial capital. Mm-hmm. Um, I still find that networking is super hard for people to do. They don't know how to get clients. All they know is that I'm passionate about something and I would like to make money from it. They don't know how to like start that process or even sustain that process. And I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I feel like when I attend certain things, I'm like, okay, this is a really good climate for entrepreneurs. Like I can feel the creativity in the room. And then like that dies down after a few days. And then I go to the next event and I feel the same way. So like how does it feel like, because on one hand, like, the cost is going to be a little overall mm-hmm. than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And what you do, you can be here and work with anyone else around yeah. the world. But yeah. I mean, like, how do you feel? So that's actually another reason why I came back. Because okay. Detroit, like, pushes entrepreneurship heavily. And, like, the government, you know, uh, business owners, I, I mean, you know, Fortune 500 corporations, they put the money behind it. And so when I would see that every day, I would go to downtown Detroit. In my spirit, I'm just like, why can't this happen in Jackson? We don't have and, no money. And, and that's true. <laughs> we don't have no money. And I, and I grew up in West Jackson. So the thing about West Jackson, you talked about Metro Center, but really, like, the whole area, like, there was some, you know, major businesses. I remember Metro Center when it had name brand stores. Um, but around that, you had several small businesses. And I was just driving through uh, West Jackson the other day, passing, like, Western Plaza. They put a Planet Fitness over there now. Um, and... Hold up. What's with the Planet Fitness beef over there? Because is there a gym over there? I don't think that there is a gym over there. I think there. there's like gym beef in general, and I really don't know why. I'm not against having a gym. You just feel like the, the use. Hood. I. My my concern is, you know, what are the priorities? Because people over there, and, 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 and myself included, like... I gotta drive to Clinton to get to Kroger. So let me let me you know. say something. And I don't know. We're getting like in planning discussions. I always come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell that's what I love. So I feel like the problem is do you want it to be vacant or do you want someone there? I feel like sometimes it's so hard to kind of direct what kind of businesses you want there because it's like 
let's be real, like a lot of people f don't feel comfortable like relocating there. I don't always feel like they're very knowledgeable of things and that it might just be like, it's not warranted for them to feel like that. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think that's part of the issue. Mm -hmm. And then the people who own these properties, they just want somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, please mm -hmm. pay me rent mm -hmm. because, right, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it was good. It, it was kind of a bittersweet moment for me to pass through and see. Because, yeah. I mean, it's good to see business still thriving in Western Plaza on Ellis Avenue because I know where Ellis Avenue is. Mm -hmm. um, however, I can't help but look at that. And then look at, you know, the Highway 80 area by Metro Center and say, man, you know, this could really be thriving for mm -hmm. black business. And, you know, just to go back to the entrepreneurship talk, you know, I'm grateful to see businesses opening up in the Fondren area right. and East Over and all these, I mean, you know, people are prospering and stuff, but what are we doing with these properties that are vacant that we could probably really help some black businesses prosper and like bring that area back and pump money into it through entrepreneurship? So let me say this. I think, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the last episode, one of those episodes, past episodes, but I said Fondren and Nard Jackson is full. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. It is. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the rest of the city, which is majority of the mm -hmm. city. Um, and I don't know if it's a situation where it's just this is where the black population is and this is where everyone else is. Mm -hmm. Or this is where, for me, like, I feel comfortable with amenities. I need to be in a neighborhood where there are sidewalks, mm -hmm. good sidewalks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no shade to my former neighborhood, but when I was when I told the owners I was moving, it was like, oh, there's some stuff on this side. And I was like, the street is busted open. Mm -hmm. So I know at one point the city is going to come here and start digging. It's going to take them several months. I'm not going to have water, a little pressure or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, don't want to stay here because of that. And then the sidewalks, too. Mm -hmm. um, I used to attend the ADA meeting, and they would always be, like, fussing and complaining about, like, the conditions of the sidewalks and the streets. And really, it took me, like, having a child and pushing a stroller to realize what they mean by that. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it is super tough. Even, like, going out into the street, like, it's just, and it's dangerous, you know? Yeah. So, that's why I moved on the side. I moved on because it's, like, sidewalks, and then I can walk to something. Mm -hmm. It's, like, not sidewalks to anywhere. It's, yeah, like, restaurants yeah, yeah. and coffee shops and stuff. So, to me, that's how every neighborhood should, should look. I agree. But I think there's, like, several issues, you know, like, even when you think about banks, they're going to mm -hmm. feel like, well, you, they're going to automatically draw a conclusion saying you're not going to be able to bring in money so we don't want to even let you borrow exactly so that's where the innovation comes in but it's going to be interesting to see what people do because you literally cannot fit anything else in like highland village yeah you cannot fit anything else it's, over there it's, <laughs> so it's like, like they, what are y'all gonna do i'm grateful for you know all of the economic development yeah. in jackson however they have really forgotten about South Jackson. I mean, they Jackson. hadn't forgotten about it. I think that was never their intention to put yeah. anything over there. But you, you, I, know. you know, and you're probably right. But I'm just like, how do you let it go to the dogs? But like that? then another issue is that if people start seeing interest in it, mm -hmm. particularly with the trust issues in Jackson, and if it's someone who's not black, they're going to automatically think about gentrification. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. another topic that comes out like every day. So it's like, I don't know. What exactly is the answer? Yeah. Thank goodness I don't work in the planning department anymore, and I don't have to think about these things. I know you're great. But that's, <laughs> but like that's going to be the next issue is yeah. like people saying, well, if they're not black people, then automatically it's you know like gentrification. Not considering that black people can also gentrify areas as well. Exactly. But exactly. you know that becomes the next 
issue or whatever, but I most definitely think some, you know, like growing up, there was not a part of New Orleans that I had not been to. Yeah. So like, obviously like my favorite was like the French quarters and like, um, mm-hmm. I spent time like Magazine Street in St. Charles, but like overall, I'm well knowledgeable of the entire city. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's just because in New Orleans you have upper, middle, and lower class in every single ward. Yeah, so you can't be like, well, we don't go to that side of town. It's like every side of town is the hood. Every side yeah, of town is nice. When, <laughs> like it's crazy. I don't even think. Um, and I went to school at Murr for a year, uh-huh. and I don't think I started like hanging out in Fondren until well into my adulthood. You know, it's just, yeah. it just wasn't something yeah. we did. Well, I will tell you, you know, coming to Jackson State and not having any knowledge of Jackson, and most I've talked about this several times. Most of the people, because I'm still in school, so I've been in school mm-hmm. my entire time I've been here. Mm-hmm. So most of those people are also transplants. Like for a good two years, my only knowledge was like part of West mm-hmm. and South Jackson mm-hmm. and that was it. So like mm-hmm. we went to Walmart, we went to Walmart in South Jackson, we went to Walmart in Clinton, we went to Metro mm-hmm. and that was it, that little corridor. When people okay. rent homes, they rent homes around Jackson yep. State or in South Jackson. Yep, yep, yep. So, and then I found out like about Bell Haven my third year mm-hmm. and I think I eventually found out about Nard Park or whatever. Like, but I, What is this? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, where, <laughs> this is, Jackson? where is all this stuff? Been? But like this was like over time and you know i often feel like that jackson is definitely a college town oh for sure instead of we're kind of like a town with colleges instead mm-hmm. of a college town. and mm-hmm. i think that's like a whole market of like disposable income we ignore mm-hmm. even like that terrible like corridor mm-hmm. but that would take a lot of planning a lot of innovation a lot of money and like creative ways to get money like we can't go typical like through the state or like try to get money from the federal government you know, yeah, and like, that's but that's why we need people. Where are the millionaires? I know they have them. Yeah, yeah we got them here, but that's why we need people <laughs> uh, from other cities to move to Jackson. But they are moving here. It's I like know, but we need them. We need them to step up because um, I know a lot myself. Yeah, and I'm, I take an inclusive approach to it. Yeah. There are a lot of people in Jackson who, if you ain't Jackson, they don't want to hear your opinion. And that's, that's what <laughs> I was about to say. Like you're saying, like transplant should step I know for sure like the people I've been strategic about the people I've had on here these are all people who are involved but there's a common theme and we don't always talk about it like on air which is there's a trust issue here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's like you just got here who do you think you are mm-hmm. trying to do this we've been here forever we've been fighting for air yeah. like so wow. that's part and I almost feel like you have to in some cases like get permission to do stuff here uh, so you know yeah, I mean it's definitely the case I'm, I'm you know saying it as a Jacksonian because I know yeah. that to be true um however that's not exclusive to Jackson it was the same way Detroit um but you know I think that's stupid to, to say the least, to mm-hmm. say that somebody has to get p- permission to contribute to somewhere that they currently live. Um, if you have ideas, if you have good ideas, if you have, um, you know, innovative ways of thinking and, and approaching things, offer it. I, matter of fact, the last time I was here, I was talking to another entrepreneur friend of mine. He's an attorney. And I told him, I said, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, well, one of the problems I see with Jackson is that we keep turning the wheel. It's the same people who grew up in the same neighborhoods, in the same city, with the same ideas, and they keep trying to do the same thing. And we're wondering why we're in the same hole with the you know same problems. You know what's worse? New people doing the same things. <laughs> like, I've been around a lot, and sometimes when I hear about, like, new initiatives, I was like, wasn't they doing that, like, 15 years ago, 10 years ago? 
um, that institutional knowledge goes across so many boards. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't include just like my experience and like my former employer. Like that's could be literally anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I guess that's where a disconnect happens sometimes. If you try to pitch something and they're like, oh, you know, well, we tried to do this before. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you might be successful, maybe not. That causes turmoil too among people too, you know. Right. I just, I don't know. Because I feel like the interest should be... If you focus on having a better city, yeah, nothing matters. Yeah. But that's very tough to do. Some people have, you know, personal. How can I like benefit from this, yeah. or how can I get rich from this? Of course. So of course. you know, it's hard to do that. Yeah, we 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 have a lot. I think when people talk about Jackson, they focus on you know infrastructure, yeah. conversations, and economic development and things like that. But you know we need to change our thinking and attitudes about a lot of things too. I think that's just as important, um, you know, in the process of moving forward. So um, you know, transplants in Jackson, run for office. Ooh, run for office. You know what's so interesting? Challenge, challenge us. Run for office. You know what's so interesting? And Melvin can attest to this. Y'all can't hear him, but he'll probably just shake his head to you. When I hear about people wanting to run for office, mm-hmm. they used to transplants. I was like, don't run for office. <laughs> but let me tell you why. Yeah, yeah, let me yeah. explain why. The first thing is, they. I feel like people will attack you and tear down and tear you down. Mm-hmm. That's my first oh, thing. Oh, for sure. It's and coming. that's hard to recover from, mm-hmm. but more hard to recover from if you're a woman. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's the first thing. Second thing is I often feel like you may be more successful outside than in. Mm-hmm. There's so much red tape when you're in office and you think you can jump in and do things that benefits your particular community, but then you have to work to do things that might benefit the city as a whole or the state as a whole or your district as a whole. And you have to kind of leverage working with other people. It's like, okay, well, you get this done for me first, and then maybe we can focus on your stuff. And then you you, you look up, and your term is over, and yeah. everybody's like, you ain't done anything for us. You want us to vote for you again? Yeah. And I feel like people, people will tear you yeah. down. And because I feel like you won't get as much accomplished with the red tape. Whereas if you have, you know some support and some money i feel like you can be more successful on your own maybe you started as a business or a nonprofit, but you have way more flexibility to be successful than you would be you know for sure um i think at the very least my concern is people bringing ideas to the table That's because true. if you can if you decide to run and you run a really good campaign and you bring some ideas you know that people hadn't heard at the very least, it causes people to question their councilman and question the mayor to say, hey, um, why haven't we tried this? Like, this actually sounds like it may work. Yeah. Or if it's working in, in a city like Birmingham or a city like Memphis and you got somebody Listen, who's from those cities, like, why can't we Birmingham, adapt those? Birmingham, Huntsville. I mean, they, they're like killing The difference it. between a yeah. decade? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even less than that. Yeah. You know, but um, you know what? Not saying they get a pass, but you mentioned like the partnership in Detroit and how how good it was like here rightfully so we put pressure on our local officials but I feel like anybody outside of that is not held accountable like are we holding the county accountable to that same level or like our um you know our legislators or even like you know like state government I feel like they get a pass you know they own a lot of property in Jackson too Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm it's like what what are the plans to this property we could well, be getting tax money from this they own a large portion 
Um, sorry, churches, but churches, mm-hmm. we have a lot. And I feel like if you're going to, if you get to be here tax free, mm-hmm. you should be contributing to the community more than a Sunday service and Bible study. I agree. That's why you don't pay taxes. So it's like levels of people not doing what they're supposed to do. I, I get, and we were talking offline about communication. There is, I guess communication would be poor for most people. For me, I have access. So I'm always online. I'm always on social media. I'm always keeping abreast. It's easy for me, but there's like, they say a digital divide here and it's large. So it's like, on one hand, I feel like as a citizen, you have to do your due diligence as well and meet them halfway. But communication pro- could probably improve. But what do you do for people who are not online or who are not streaming city council meetings on Facebook or whatever? But I mean, it's you do know, we not have town halls anymore. That's true. That's you know? true. Uh, but you know what? Have you been to a town? Like, have you? Let me ask you. Have you ever been to a town hall consistently? When I used to do, like, I guess like different town halls or whatever department I work for same people be there cops yeah. meetings mm-hmm. i don't even know if they still have cops meetings same people be there and yeah, it's like people, what's even the point of showing up to talk to the same people about the same issues yeah, you know we, honestly i think jackson as a whole politicians business Everybody, owners, we all pastors well, and just regular, you know me. just regular old citizens <laughs> we all have to step up yeah we all have to step up like nobody can carry the load individually and i think that's what people have been expecting like oh yeah. why isn't the mayor doing this well right. you know why aren't you doing this in your, you know in your community I don't, I don't know if i'm supposed to like give this information out but vernon hartley he's a former boss of mine mm-hmm. i was talking to him at taste of west jackson and he was talking about how he brought his heavy equipment and he's just going to be grinding and cleaning properties um and you know, like, this is his own money. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's retired, and he's choosing to do this. And I even think about that sometimes. It's like, if you have the means to, and there's a blotted property next door, or, like, the grass is high, yeah, just cut it. Why I've would been, you want to wait for six months I've been looking to have at, the city? I, I've been looking at that from in my own neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I think so my whole outlook has changed. Yeah. Uh, whereas... Before I left, I actually felt like I was a person. I always wanted to live in Jackson, for sure, if I stayed. Mm-hmm. But... I was looking at moving toward this side. Yeah. And I actually had an apartment uh, on County Line Road, the Jackson side. Okay. Uh, but now, since I've come back, I'm looking at my neighborhood and I'm just like, you know what? Everybody can't move out the neighborhood. Yeah. At least not right now. Yeah. Um, and then I was talking to my dad, too. The thing about a lot of our neighborhoods in uh, Jackson, especially the ones that used to be crime infested, like mine, a lot of criminals have moved out. Yeah. So it's or not as... Jail. Yeah. Or they in jail. Or worse. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so the crime is not as bad in most of our neighborhoods. I don't think the crime is as bad in general as yeah. people think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just perception. Um, you know, I know there's cases where something like really terrible yeah. has happened to yeah. people. But I don't feel like that's as common as no, people it's not. think, you know. It's not. And I feel like there's a responsibility there and then there's also a market. Because yeah. if I can afford to buy the house down the street from me and renovate it and provide affordable housing for a mother and her children, yeah. I mean, there's a market there for me. But then it's also, you know, a gift to the city and to somebody else. But, you know, even, like, consider, like, neighborhood associations, too, like, doing mm-hmm. something like that. I remember I was doing research on special districts, and I was reading about how some people, you know, they made their neighborhood a special district, and when someone put their house up for sale, they would buy it. Mm-hmm. So, on one hand, that's good, because you, you're going to make sure that you kind of, like, 
you know, protect the fabric of your neighborhood, but then they can also use that to be like racist too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> saying we only mm-hmm. want these type of people in of our course. neighborhood. Of course. But I'm just saying like that that would be so empowering if like neighborhood associations could take over and just acquire you know, put a little extra tax on yeah. and acquire property in your neighborhood, be able to beautify your neighborhood. You got infrastructure issues, you get it fixed, you yeah. put lighting in. You know, everybody you know. don't everybody don't think like us though. But you know Well, I mean I've done <laughs> you know, like I've been in school forever and I've done research on yeah, that. So yeah, like yeah. I yeah. understand how that process works, but you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, we need we need more people who think like that and like you and your husband, you know, with the tiny home movement mm-hmm. in Jackson. But like listen listen, everybody is not totally on board with that and that's what i'm talking about it's like really? it's not new it's not new. No, it's it not, just yeah. be new to this area yeah. but we got some people saying like is this gonna bring down our property value are y'all gonna try to gentrify the area we're like first of all we own this property so we're right. literally just putting a house on property we own right but it hadn't been all positive so and then you know it's not the easiest process to you know like it took us way long longer than necessary to put one house up and it was that. like it was in I a way where that. I felt like should we even be doing this? Yeah. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, like that speaks to like how, like I said, it's kind of hard being an entrepreneur. And I understand there's always been talks of making some processes easy. Um, it wasn't easy for us. Yeah. <laughs> so. it's, it's it's tough being an entrepreneur, and it's tougher to be one that kind of goes against the grain. Yeah. Um, you know, Jackson historically has not been a place that has been really open to change. Yeah. And, and you know, I grew up here. I know that. I've seen it. Um, that's why a lot of our conditions are the way they are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm all for change. Yeah. You know, transplants, please come here, start businesses, please yeah. run for office, um, find something to do because yeah. we need it. I, I'm I'm. I'm all about getting rid of the old system because it's yeah. not working. Yeah. It's not working. So that's kind of like the advice thing. We can roll into yeah. that section. Yeah, Do you yeah, have yeah. any like additional advice for? So as far as, I think you asked me earlier about, um, you know, how people can connect Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Jackson is community oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, it's, it's hard to thrive here without community. Yeah. Um, but I've heard some people also say, like, it's hard to find community in Jackson. I think it took me a long time. And I still question if I really found it. Like I said, I've been comfortable within, yeah. like, my school environment and my classmates and who are also yeah. all transplants. So it's like. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. And obviously I'm biased. Yeah. But the reason why I say it is because I can talk to anybody. Yeah. And then I've met other people who can talk to anybody because, you know, Jackson is actually very relational. Yeah. So I would encourage people to, like, get out and just talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like, you were at Taste of Wish Jackson. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of those people you see at those events, because I know a lot of people that were there, I saw the pictures on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, and then as far as, like, you know, attending events or, like, where to be in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I I like to recommend events versus necessarily just places. Okay. Because Jackson can kind of get boring if there's not an occasion. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, biggest parties of the year, my fraternity, my chapter throws. Uh-oh. Let's put this plug in there. Uh, <laughs> Alpha Epsilon Lambda Chapter, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. We host a spring social every April. Okay. One of the biggest parties of the year. But the same people be there. And that's still lit. Yeah, because I've never heard of it until, like, just now. It's still lit. But, you know, like, there's, because so many people are in fraternities and sororities, it's like, is that open to everyone? Or yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, they're, they're public events. We okay. sell tickets and everything. And okay. so, um, you know, we have good time. Uh, it's not 
expensive to get in at all. Yeah. And it's a good way to meet people. You have a diverse range of people from yeah. all over Jackson. Yeah. Uh, who attend these events. Um, also, I'm kind of like into live music and oh. different things like okay. that. So I don't know if your people have ever been to F. Jones Corner. So listen, <laughs> it's been suggested several times. Let me tell you where I, I have never been yet. Okay. Because you could party all night. The times when I'm supposed to go, I'm like, I'm gonna take this nap uh-huh. and I'm gonna get up and get ready at 11. Uh-huh. And then my husband's like shaking me, like, okay, it's time to get up. And I'm like, we'll try next. Time. Uh, yeah, no, you can't take a nap. <laughs> I'm right now, I'm even getting to it. Like, I'm, <laughs> if I lay down, I'm not going. Um, yeah, but it's a cool little spot. Yeah, though. it's a cool little spot if you like live music. Good food too. Yeah, really good food. Um, and you know, Jackson, we love our music. We yeah. ain't. We ain't up on it like New Orleans. I give you that. Well, but, but you know what? I'm learning more and more about the Jackson music scene, yeah. uh, like the history of it. And I'm like just shocked mm-hmm. that we hadn't capitalized or tapped into that. Because you know who does? Yeah. Memphis. Mm-hmm. Memphis would talk about Mississippi singers mm-hmm. all throughout their city, all throughout Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I went to some outlet outside of Memphis, and they had like markers for mm-hmm. all these famous people from Mississippi. And I'm like... Why is this not a Mississippi? Lot of, a lot of people um, capitalize on Mississippi artists yeah. and music. New Orleans native P.J. Morton yeah. uh, has a saxophonist in his band who is from Mississippi. Oh, um, you know he's going to be here in like a couple of months, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I got to go see that. That's yeah, one me favorite, too. One of my favorite artists. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Johnny T's. Okay. There's another spot I like to go to. It's not really live music there. Yeah. But you got to catch a good event at Johnny T's. Okay, yeah. I, I've been a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Ooh, don't get mad. I feel like there's like an auntie uncle place. You gotta Is catch there? A, you gotta catch okay. a good event. That's why I said you gotta catch like, a good event. I was like, I think I'm gonna wait on a night that my this is for my mom. This is like her crowd. Mm-hmm. If she went out, you gotta catch but, a good event. Okay. Um, especially like upstairs, you got a good okay. event, and upstairs they got the DJ and the lights. And, and the I heard they have like karaoke and stuff too. Um, do, I, do they? I hadn't been to a karaoke. Oh, okay. I'm not saying yeah. they don't. Um, one good event to attend. This is in the spring as well. Okay. The Legislative Black Caucus okay. does um a big party at the end of every legislative session, and okay. they host it at Johnny T's. Yeah. Pretty good time. Okay. Pretty good time. Um, you know what else too? Uh, sorry to insert myself, but this time of year. It's really exciting for me because it's the state fair. Yeah. So I love the state fair. Like the weather gets, like the mm-hmm. weather is better. Mm-hmm. My birthday is in October. Mm-hmm. So I like fall. I like to eat food that yeah. makes me really sick every year. Mm-hmm. And I come back and do it again. Yeah. And some other rides. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do rides. Oh, you not even a slide? Nah. Oh, man. Nah. You know something we don't know? I mean, <laughs> I don't ride rides, period. But if I'm going to ride one, you know, it's going to be like Six Flags or somewhere with some insurance. I don't know about I knew you were going to say that. I, <laughs> I knew you was going to. I don't know about I the felt your judgment. Now, I don't know. I don't You're know. like, they put this up but, in two hours. And man, you they it? put that stuff up so quick. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> now, you know, I ain't, um, I ain't, I'm not opposed to it. I, yeah. I, know, I don't and know anybody that got I, hurt I, from I riding just, rides at the fair. I just want to say the food. Is terrible, like it's terrible yeah. for you, and Absolutely. they really don't taste that good. No. And the tables are typically dirty. And I love it for whatever reason. I mean, the fair is tradition, yeah. That's why we love it. Yeah. We love good tradition down here. Do you know, um, boys to men is gonna be back. They have the most random acts at the fair, boys to men. Okay, <laughs> I think like boys to men is new edition. It's gonna be packed out, <laughs> it's, it's packed. <laughs> they gonna sell out. It's packed. The but, most uh, random acts, but go ahead, yeah. No, the, the fair is tradition. Um, you know, the I used to be excited. I remember being a kid, uh, being excited to go. Uh, mm-hmm. The older I get, 
I'm like, I'm just gonna go down here in the daytime, give me something to eat. Yeah, because it's free during yeah, lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. trying to, you know, save a little money. Yeah. And it's too many people out at night. Yeah. Because you know, depending on which day you go to the fair. Yeah. And you know what time you go, you get different types of jacks. <laughs> <laughs> And I love my people, but some of them I want to be around a certain times. Yeah, I, I have never been there yeah. when it's those types of Jacksonians, but I've looked out, I guess. Oh, I have. <laughs> it's the biggest fashion show in the city, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. I will made. say, and this is Best really bad, I feel like when I moved here, I didn't have to be as, like, shallow and materialistic as I was in New Orleans. Like, mm-hmm. there you always had to have your hair and nails done. Mm-hmm. You always had to have a new outfit for a new holiday, a new event. And here, I was like, oh, I can repeat clothes. Like, in the two-week yeah, span, can, it's you okay. Can, Nobody you can do that anything. unless it's the fair. I know oh, people who okay. get new outfits for the fair. I didn't know I was oh, that's the thing. I know I was supposed to stun at the fair. Oh, I you got to stun on them. Okay. You got to stun on them. Okay, I'm getting extensions. I'm going to get my locks like, to my ankles to the fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lock them up to your ankles. <laughs> hey. It's the, it's the state fair. It's Jackson. What else do you have for us? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, you know, I think I'm pretty sure everybody Jackson ain't that big. I'm pretty yeah. sure everybody, <laughs> everybody's recommended all the uh, yeah. food places. Um, I did want to put in a plug. Though. Okay. I used to be vegan. Okay. Because uh, I had a girlfriend that was vegan and she used to cook for me. So uh-huh. uh, I think I'm gonna go back vegan. Cool Al's has the best vegan burgers in the city. Okay. So make sure y'all stop by. Yeah. And it's black on. Is it black on? I don't think so. Actually, it's not. Black it's not. <laughs> uh, let me take that back. But they closing. closing. I thought they were selling that. Never mind. Never mind, y'all. They were supposed to because I saw like oh, a post on Instagram that they were for sale, and I was like, on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, who y'all want to buy? Y'all posting this on Instagram. Child, the ghetto. <laughs> Phaedra, sir. <laughs> no, that was that was Nene. Nene, yeah, Ooh, my bad. Child. The ghetto. The ghetto. <laughs> nah, my bad. Okay, I did not know they were closing. Also, did not know it was not black on. But get that before it closes, then. Yeah. That makes some really good vegan food. You can't even tell it's vegan. Yeah. So. Um. Let's see. Well, this was a good conversation. It was. Considering how shady you are to me on social media, I be yeah. on social media minding my own business, nah. not messing with All anybody. All you gotta do is not post about New Orleans. <laughs> I post about and you just as shady just as shady i don't even post as much because i already know you coming <laughs> sometimes i'll be like you know what i'm not gonna mess with him like if i see something on facebook but then i'll go to instagram so here's, here's the thing about the new orleans post i passed by like two or three times i was like i'm gonna let it go and then you know what i just i started itching i was like i gotta jump in i gotta jump in you know what the first commenter on there she was like I was like, I'm from New York. It was just a regular status, right? Yeah. And she was like, you know, I guess she was like confused by it. I was like, just give it a few minutes. Yeah. They're going to come in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like bait. I think and I had like 40 in. something comments. Oh, yeah. It was long. <laughs> it was beautiful, though. But, you know, we got to make fun of y'all. Yeah. You know what? I uh, And see, it started with my husband. He was like, you should make this post. And I put it on Instagram. Because he was like, you say it so often. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, you're not proud. Like, he's originally from Houston. People would never know that. And I'm like, you're not proud of where you're from, mm-hmm. you know? But you know what? Once I started dating and married him, I find Houston somewhat boring. Girl, or we don't know. I've only actually what to been do. once. Or we don't know what to do. And I think that might be part of the issue. But I'm like, where's the cool brunch places? Like, where are the cool events? It's like, we just yeah. be at family house. I'm like, this is whack. <laughs> yeah. Hi, um, in laws. That's why I actually like to visit. <laughs> 
smaller cities like Jackson, yeah, it's, it's actually easier to find or to like dive into the culture. Yeah, you know what? Even smaller towns, yeah. like have a lot going mm-hmm. on. But yeah, another conversation for another day. For another day. For Where another day. can these people keep abreast? of you and okay. find you or work with you or hire you or- for sure i am on instagram at daryl m robinson that is d-a-r-r-e-l-l daryl not daryl <laughs> um also daryl robinson media.com okay um you find my contact information there um so yeah yeah uh, look forward to engaging with your audience yeah. uh, follow me on instagram i will follow back okay and um yeah yeah well thanks for coming um of course, shout out to Two for Two Creative for recording recording me. Is that proper pronunciation? You're having a hard time okay. with that. <laughs> uh, Small World Studios. Yeah. Uh, be sure to follow me at Jackson Transplants on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, spell Jackson. Email me. I only accept compliments. I yeah. don't want constructive criticism. Don't tell me this episode was too loud. I don't want to hear it. So <laughs> I was about to say something. Cool. I don't want. I don't know. Let the people know who you really are. Uh, no, no, it's the lower stay. Okay, I'm yeah, a, it's, a, it's Sunday. We record on Sundays instead of being in church. We're recording. So anyway, <laughs> I was just you know I was gonna talk about this ain't no I ain't, this ain't no political podcast. But but I don't like privilege. You don't like what privilege? Oh, mm-hmm. uh oh. But I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna deal with it. Okay. People come here and drown you out on your podcast. All right. All Thank right. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming. Hey, and I'll talk here. to you, Harris, later. Bye. Bye. Bye.